Let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for gathering us here together, for the promise you give us in baptism and in life that we are your beloved children. We give you thanks for Sophie. And we ask that you be with us now as we share her story and hear your story of grace and hope for all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. From the sound of her voice to the twinkle in her eye and the sheer joy she expressed when talking to you, Sophie was one of a kind. It didn't matter if Sophie was talking to you about a book she was reading, a bird she had saw flying outside of her window, or her gratitude she had for her family. Sophie always spoke to me with such passion and joy that I think you couldn't help but get swept up in it and rejoice alongside her. For 88 years, Sophie lived fully, giving thanks for each day, embracing the opportunities around her, and forever being grounded in her rich, rich faith. Sophie had the heart and eyes of an artist who looked at the world and saw beauty. And she could see things from different perspectives and help you to see things from those perspectives too and invite you along on that journey. I think it was due in part to her inquisitive nature, her honest and inviting inquiry, that she helped us just for a moment see the world through her eyes. As I said, the lowest circle did the readings this morning, but um, Sophie herself chose them. And as I read them out loud with Liz and Barb on Monday morning, I looked through them and thought I could not find more fitting scripture for Sophie. It was evident that she is a biblical scholar a daughter of a pastor, a lifelong Lutheran herself, an active member in Bible study fellowship. And those particular passages that we just heard captured her essence, her perspective and her joy for life, her faith which sustained her, her identity as a beloved child of God and a saint that inherited the richness of God's goodness and grace that she knew so well. In Psalm 84, the psalmist writes of her love for life and thanksgiving for all of God's creation. From the earth itself to the beauty of the sparrow caring for her young, in the end, the psalmist proclaims these words, Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. I think Sophie's life was one that sang praises to God. When I would sit down and talk with her, Sophie would tell me about how full her days were. Oh, Pastor Joanna, she would say, I am just so busy. There isn't enough time in my day to do all the things I want to do. And then she would go on to list those things, from helping with puzzles, to visiting friends, to attending art classes, to doing needlework. Sophie was busy. And I remember her lamenting to me that she just didn't think she could finish her book for book club. She was halfway through it at the time, and I said, Sophie, when is book club? Three weeks from now, she said. 
and you can't finish it? I said, well, when will I have time? The chaplain's coming to share about his trip to Israel, Pastor Joanna. There's a painting class I need to attend. There's too much to do. Who could argue with that? I've never met someone like Sophie. I think I left that visit and called my husband on the phone and I said, you know what I want to live like at 88? Like that. I want to feel like my days are so full, I can't possibly fit it all in. And to live my days with gratitude. And that's what she did. Something deep down inside told Sophie that each day was a gift. And she lived like that way, embracing and rejoicing with God's creation. Knowing that every day was a day to learn something, maybe paint something if you were lucky. And of course, grow. Every day was a chance to sing praises to our God. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. Sophie's faith was born from a strong family of faith. She wrote a wonderful autobiography that I was so thankful that was shared with me. And in it, she shares about evening devotions. She writes, evening devotions were a big part of our lives. When we were children, we did not appreciate the time it took away from our play outside. But they left an indelible memory for the rest of our lives. And every time they sang those e I had those evening devotions, they would end by singing Abide With Me, a hymn we'll sing in our service today. From her faith being taught to her at home by her mother and father, Sophie was also an active member in the church. At one point in time, she worked in the church office in Columbus, Ohio, and she grew in her appreciation of church music. And she developed a great love for the liturgy, which I'll talk about more later. And when Sophia moved to Minneapolis, she eventually joined this congregation where she met many close friends and was a vibrant part of our life together. Even when she could no longer attend services here, she was still busy, too busy, busy making baptismal pillows and blessing our youngest families in our church, many of whom she would never even meet. But for me, it was in my visits to Sophie that I got to know her. And I had to do a little extra prepared work before I would go and see Sophie. I couldn't leave the church without two essential things. A bulletin or two, and my communion kit. And I'll talk about both of those. First, first the bulletin. When I would go see Sophie, I'd come with a bulletin for her, and we would usually read the scripture in it together. But she was the one person who would crave the entire bulletin. Not just the things that we shared together, but reading it on her own. And she would tell me, I read every single part. The confession, the prayers, I sing the songs. And although she wasn't in worship with us, Sophie was still worshiping. But it was in the sharing of scripture that was one of my favorite parts of meeting with Sophie. Sophie indeed felt that the word of God was alive and moving in her life. And she had prayed once for God to open up the scriptures to her, and they did indeed become open. And so she would usually give me some unique idea, a perspective to think about. 
I don't know how influential she was in my upcoming sermon writing, but I know she played a small part. And in the end, I continued to bring those bulletins to her until the very end, sharing with her in her last days the upcoming reading, even when she didn't respond to tell me what she thought about it. But Sophie indeed had a spirit of wisdom and revelation, as we heard about in Ephesians 1. And she celebrated her identity as an inherited, uh, as having received inheritance through Christ as one of God's beloved saints. The second thing I always brought to my meetings with her was a communion kit, but I always had to go a little above and beyond with her. I would go and get my communion kit from wherever it was, and usually I just transport it from place to place. But for Sophie, I always got new wine because she delighted in that. I would share with her holy communion, and we would pray together, and then she would squeal in delight. She savored the taste of the wine upon her tongue, but I also believe she savored the gift she had just received, the forgiveness and love of Christ, which was made tangible in the body and the blood that we had shared together, and she held that close to her heart. Sophie treasured things. She held on to birthday cards and funeral bulletins, pictures of significance and old books. She'd ask me, do you think I should throw these birthday cards away? They've been up for quite a number of months. And then she would show them to me about four or five months after her birthday, still giving thanks for them. And I gotta say, you guys give good cards. Really creative, very well done. And she treasured you, her family, who took care of her. Liz and Gary, I can't tell you the number of stories I heard and her gratitude for the years of care you gave her. And I told the family this, although I couldn't always keep track of the names, Sophie had a big family. I heard stories about almost every one of the nieces and nephews at some point in time and the ways you impacted her life and how grateful she was to have all of you as such a centerpiece of who she was. I can't conclude without talking about Sophie's love for art. Sophie loved art. I'm not much of an artist myself, but I did take art classes in high school. And so in spite of my lack of knowledge, we spent significant times talking about shadows and shading. And I think I held my own. I don't know much about watercolors, but I could see that she did. According to Sophie, there was never enough time for all the art she wanted to do. And I learned this week, this has always been the case in Sophie's life. According to her autobiography, she writes this, My very first memories were when I started to go to school. I remember crying because I didn't want to go. But after a while, I liked school. But we never did have enough artwork. We only had it once a week, and I always wished we had it more often. She later writes of her mother. Mother was like me and that we both wished we could paint well. I think if she could have had the opportunity, she could have been a good painter. The last time I visited Sophie's apartment, she was working on a new painting, a street scene of a cute village in Italy. Maybe you saw it. I see some nods here. 
She wasn't painting in watercolors this time, something, some other form of painting, and her perspective was off in this occasion. She said, there's something wrong with it, Pastor Joanna. And so for some reason, we started like measuring it out with rulers and all sorts of stuff. And I thought, well, maybe if you drew some lines, Sophie, your perspective would be better. Why was I giving art advice? I don't know. Jack of all trades as a pastor. I never got to see the finished piece, and I don't even know if she finished it. But I do know this, that Sophie was going to have fun trying looking to find that unique perspective, learning something new along the way, and inviting others to join in the journey. Ephesians 2 states this, We are God's masterpieces. God has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things that God has planned for us long ago. Sophie didn't select this reading. She skipped from Ephesians 1 to 3. Great words that she shared. I bet she would have chosen the whole book if she had a chance. But that image of being God's masterpiece is one that I think really captures Sophie. And when I think about God's activity in Sophie's life, I envision God painting with great attention to details, noticing the fine detail on the bird's wings, the intricacies of the flower petals. God painted for Sophie a warm life filled with parents who loved her deeply, an amazing family, wonderful friends, and a church community that she rejoiced in. At the core of this painting is love, love that Sophie experienced first through God and then through her parents and then seeped throughout her entire life to anyone she met. Sophie lived, indeed, rooted and grounded in the love of God, knowing her identity as a beloved saint, completely loved, claimed, and freed by our Lord Jesus. And Sophie lived in that freedom. In the end, Sophie was ready to go home to Jesus. In fact, she told me this when we were, she was in the hospital at Methodist, asking, is it okay if I pray for Jesus to take me home? I told her, of course, you've lived a good and full life, and so we prayed together. And I know Sophie was in such pain her last few weeks, and I give thanks that she didn't linger or suffer too long, that her life was full and vibrant almost to the very end. As I think about Sophie now, I envision her welcome to a new dwelling place in heaven where she is still singing praises to God for this lovely home. And I imagine that she is painting again, but I recognize now that Sophie has a new perspective, a perspective that none of us here have yet seen on God, on life, on all of this, but she'll be excited to share it with us when we meet her there. I imagine Sophie has a room with a view, where she can watch the birds fly and sing, where she can paint and draw, and perhaps her and her mother are finally getting to go to the painting classes that they've always wanted to do so that they can be the artists they're sure they can become. Yes, indeed, God created a masterpiece with Sophie, a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a friend, a faithful follower who never quit giving of herself, and so today we do rejoice 
and give thanks for Sophie and the fullness she brought to our world, to our lives. And we give thanks to God who takes her home. Amen.